Hey lady, do you sometimes feel like you've lost yourself? Are you internalizing your feelings and walking around on eggshells either at home or at work? Maybe there is something missing in your life, but you just can't quite figure out what it is. Or even worse, you know what it is, but you feel stuck and you can't move forward. Well, I have been there more often than I care to admit. I spent more than 20 years climbing the corporate ladder only for it to come to an abrupt end during a 10-minute meeting. (laughs) I was so busy climbing that ladder to satisfy one aspect of myself that I neglected to take the time I needed to really focus on how to achieve true balance in every aspect of my life. Hi, I'm Anya Day, and welcome to the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast, where I give women practical tips on how to find their voice through changing their mindset, identifying their passion, and owning their story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, go grab your favorite glass of wine or cup of tea if you're driving, relax, And let's peel away the layers of our complex onion to unleash our authentic voice that the world deserves to hear. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. I am glad that you decided to show back up. And remember, you are owners because you are owning your peace. You are owning your protection. You are owning your own story. You're owning your own destiny. So above all, I want you all to remember, to me, that's what my ministry and my focus is on. It's about making sure that you're protecting the things that keep you safe and secure in order to be able to walk in your true authority of owning all of these things that you deserve to have. So with that, today we're going to talk about setting boundaries and the importance of those boundaries and the power that you can receive as a result of those boundaries. So boundaries are those things that you kind of put around yourself in order to keep your life sane, basically. So, you know, think about a fence. So a fence is like a physical boundary of somebody's yard or property. And there are physical boundaries that we can have, like, you know, our skin and our body is a physical boundaries boundary of the stuff that's inside. And then there's those non-physical boundaries, those values and those spiritual aspects that we guard and we keep safe in order to protect other stuff, so to speak, from getting inside. So those boundaries, they define who you are, what you will not accept. Basically, if you don't own your own life and own your own boundaries and your choices, your options then become limited because then you allow other people to define who you are and what you will and will not stand for. And I ain't for that. And y'all know that I'm not for that. So people have to get comfortable with setting boundaries and know that it's okay. You also have to be sure that you are respecting other people's limits and their boundaries as well. You can't expect people to abide by your rules if you're not abiding by them. So I also encourage everyone to just be respectful of that. You have to learn how that it's okay and that you don't have to feel guilty about it. Sometimes we have these loose boundaries because maybe we want to fit in. Maybe we want to be like loved or admired. Maybe we just don't even realize that part of our stress and our feeling stressed is because, or stretched, is because 
we're allowing these things in our lives that we don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But if you found yourself getting overwhelmed or you're feeling a certain kind of way and you have people pulling you in different directions, I encourage you to take a look at, okay, so what's leading to that? No matter what, you can't define yourself by what others think about you or what they say about you. We are great because God says we are great. Not because Sally said we are great or Dawn says that we're not great. That doesn't define us. It should not define you. Define you. We are looking for that affirmation sometimes because of something that happened when we were a child or maybe because we don't receive that affirmation at work. Hell, maybe you don't receive it at home in your relationship and you need that. So then you're looking for it with other people or other things. And in the end, those people and things could be exhausting us and pulling on us and sucking us dry and we don't even necessarily realize it. Or maybe you do realize it, but you don't know how to fix it or you don't know how to cut it off. So you could still be this kind, nice, loving person and set limits because those limits are going to give you energy. Those limits are part of your self-care routine. Those limits will keep you going and allow you to pour into others even more. You know, I've said it a number of times, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't breathe if you're always giving, 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 and you're not taking a break to get your own oxygen and to take your own air in. Like the analogy that I've talked about several times in terms of being on an airplane. When you're on an airplane, the flight attendant tells you, even when you're with a child, please put your mask on first before you put in who put the mask on whoever it is that you call yourself assisting. Because if you're not around, if you pass out while you're trying to put on the baby's mask, then how the baby's mask going to get on? And it's sometimes it's difficult for us to put ourselves first. But if you really hone into the fact that when you are protecting your boundaries and you're putting yourself first, that you have more to give you have more to share. Those boundaries have lots of purposes, including they are designed to protect you and to distinguish what belongs to you. Again, when you think about a yard or a fence, that fence keeps things in the yard and it also keeps things out. So let's say you have a puppy. You let your puppy out because maybe you don't feel like walking the puppy. That fence is designed to keep that puppy out. It doesn't mean, I mean, in the yard, it doesn't mean that that fence doesn't have a gate, so you can't necessarily open it up when you need to. You can, but it also keeps out the bad. So it makes it so that the pit bull down the street doesn't get in to eat up your little puppy. It makes it so that the deer in the woods doesn't come and eat up all your plants. It has a purpose. And like I said, sometimes you may have to open up that gate to allow others in because you know I love when people be are vulnerable and I feel like vulnerable leads you to, it just leads to so many other positive things that it is important to be vulnerable and to let people in and not necessarily have a wall. But, and with that, I will say that having a boundary does not mean that you have to have a wall up. There's a difference. Holding stuff in can cause us to hold on to pain and we need to get rid of that. I'm not talking about having a wall up and not allowing, not being vulnerable or not allowing others in, but just respecting time, making people respect your time, respect what your values are. What are your values? What is your time like? I still remember, and I am well into my 40s. I remember my mom had this rule when we were growing up. And just in general, I guess she still has it. You cannot call 
her house before 10 o'clock in the morning or after 10 o'clock at night. It was so full that she had. And it just always stuck with me. And she was very firm about that rule. And it wasn't about whether or not she was up or not. It was about respecting that time. If I get up at seven o'clock in the morning and you you ring in my phone to ask me questions or to ask me to do things or whatever, then I'm not allowing myself time to kind of wake up and get myself together and have my own meditation time, have my own prayer time, do whatever I need to do to start my day off productively. And the after 10 o'clock time, again, she might stay up to one, two o'clock in the morning. That doesn't mean that I want you calling my phone at one or two o'clock in the morning to ask me random questions. And I don't necessarily have that same rule. Like I'm flexible with it, but to a certain degree, I do have it. Like I don't, when my phone rang early in the morning, I'm like, are you really calling me? Like if a bill collector starts calling my phone at eight o'clock, you're not going to get, first of all, I'm not going to answer you, but I'm going to be irritated because you're calling me so early. Like, (laughs) <laughs> just in general, you, you're not having sensitivity to the fact that maybe I don't want to be told. I haven't even had my, I don't drink coffee, but that person may not have necessarily even had their morning coffee yet. And you're already bombarding them. Ask them about a bill that if they had the money to pay, they would have paid it already. Maybe they did honestly forget and your reminder was helpful to them. But did you really have to remind them at eight o'clock in the morning? That's just a little aside. So I think you also have to, to, you can't be focused on someone being hurt by the fact that you have a boundary. You have to release yourself from that guilt or that fear, that fear of being not like that fear or guilt of, oh gosh, I have to be there. And this means with your own kids. I mean, the kids are the biggest things that will steal your time and not protect your boundaries. Just little things like if your door is closed and your kids walk in your room without knocking on the door, you need to correct them. Hey, remember, you're supposed to knock on the door. I could be up, up in here naked. I could be up here doing all sorts of stuff with daddy. And you just knock, busting in on the door. Like you, it's those little things that in the end help us out so much. So like when you think about, I'll speak to like the Christians out there. Genesis, it says that we are made in his own image and his likeness. We are called to rule over this earth and be responsible stewards over the life that he has given us and help to then build ourselves up, but then build up others. So like God, there has to be consequences or for the actions that don't align with what our values are. He doesn't allow evil to dwell where he resides, so why should we? There are consequences to every action that you have to think about the fact that, oh my goodness, when I don't have boundaries, I'm draining my own battery. I don't have any energy. Maybe I'm draining my creativity, my time, my freedom of expression, my freedom to be who I am. You have to think about that when you don't have boundaries, maybe a part of you doesn't necessarily have self-esteem because again, you're feeding into, you need people to like you or you need people to accept you. And I'm not going to say that this is everyone. There may be people who genuinely, you just love to pull, pull, pull. And I do. Lord knows that's my thing. Like I have a heart to serve. I have a heart to share. I have a heart to just love and give. But at the end of the day, I got to protect Anya, Anya's stress level, Anya's time, Anya's life, because then I don't necessarily have what I need to do to be able to pour into my family, let alone pour into you. What's the point of saying you want to grow if you're not going to be honest with yourself about where you are and 
what you need to improve upon. When you think about sort of keeping yourself on track and figuring out then how to set boundaries and what you can do to remind yourself that you need to set boundaries and those sort of tools and tactics. There is so much that I can talk about as it relates to boundaries. It could probably literally be several different episodes like because there are different kinds of boundaries. There are physical boundaries. There are emotional boundaries. There are spiritual boundaries in terms of what values you're going to allow and not allow to kind of permeate within your life. And But in general, you have to realize that there are things that you should remember as it relates to these boundaries. So I would say number one is you have to learn the power of your no and just be direct with it and not realize it, not, not think that you always have to explain everything away. That no can be the path to your abundance and your happiness and your healing. Imagine saying yes to stuff that you that doesn't align with who you are or how you feel. That no creates your boundaries sometimes. One of my beautiful mentors, Carla Watson, she always reminds me that no is a complete sentence. You don't have to explain yourself. No, mm-mm, nope, can't do that. Nope. You have to kind of free yourself from that need to kind of go that extra step. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to explain things or it's a bad thing to add something after your no, but that no has power in it. That no will free you. I think even going back a step further before we even talk about this piece is what are your values? Like when you, your boundaries should align with who you are as a core person what things are important to you. Respect is extremely important to me. And a true vulnerability moment right here, y'all. I admit that I am my husband who I love dearly. He doesn't always respect me. He doesn't always necessarily respect my time. His words can be hurtful and disrespectful at times. And we're working through that. And I'm not sharing this so that I can be beat up and bashed up. Mm -mm. Now, this is about me being true and honest and being vulnerable and saying that it's not always easy. But because respect is an important core value to me, I have to put up a boundary with him as it relates to that. And there are consequences to those actions and what I will and won't deal with or what benefits you're going to get and what benefits you're not going to get because I feel disrespected at that particular time. I think that sometimes men feel that, you know, I am, you're the wife, you have to be submissive, I'm the husband. If I want some, you got to give me some when I want it or I'm going to go get it from somewhere else. Okay, that's the way you feel, then go right on ahead. But I also have a boundary and a value that certain things are, have consequences. And like when you think about, I say often say, women are like bank accounts. You have to deposit into us all the time before you pull stuff out. If not, you end up with an overdrawn account and you don't have overdrawn protection over here. It's been exceeded. So there are, even in my own personal relationship, there are, there's power in my no when it comes to that. If I feel like my values aren't being respected and they're not being aligned with and they're not being honored. And we've made tremendous improvement in this area as a couple as a result of me kind of navigating and learning how to 
effectively communicate how I'm feeling about what I perceive as disrespect. Sometimes he may have been aware. Sometimes he wasn't because he just, we grew up very differently and he'll be the first to admit that he didn't grow up. I mean, a lot of us think our household is dysfunctional, but you know, there are things that point to some challenges that he had growing up, which kind of lead to his behavior and his lack of whatever sometimes. And I'm not trying to make an excuse for him. It's not that. My purpose in sharing this is that we all have challenges in this area and we all have to figure out our own way to navigate through it. It's nobody's business. I'm sharing this from a place of vulnerability and to help and free somebody. But at the end of the day, it's not your business how I choose to navigate my personal relationship and what I will and won't allow. And because there are there's so much complexity involved in the decisions that I have to make every day as it relates to that situation. So this is a no judgment zone. I, I don't want anybody judging me. And I don't judge others. So I just needed to say and to share that. I think you have to give yourself permission to have boundaries. You deserve it. You're protecting your self-care. You have to move past that resistance that you're feeling about, oh, well, if I tell this person no, then I'm not going to be able to do this. Or if I don't give up my time here, then they're not going to give up their time when I want them or when I need them. Again, like you want other people to respect your time and your boundaries, you have to respect others. You have to figure out how you navigate those relationships and what's good and what isn't good for you. You have to understand that sometimes your boundaries, they're going to change and that's okay. What you want, what's important to you today isn't necessarily important to you a year from now or a couple months from now. We all go through different seasons in our lives. There are times where I have to, it's challenging. It's so challenging managing multiple. I'm literally trying to manage multiple businesses. I'm managing homeschool. I'm managing the needs of several different kids. There are only two that live in my household, but there are other kids that I have biologically and other bonus kids that I still pull into for at various aspects. And the kids, they range from seven to full-fledged adults, big old adults. <laughs> so, but it doesn't mean that they don't necessarily need me. And part of my thing in terms of, again, like if I am not rejuvenated, if my health isn't good, if I feel drained, then I can't pour into them and I have to be a priority. But it's a balance in terms of trying to navigate all the things that I have to do with these various businesses and partnerships and collaborations that I have and managing the family. It's, it hasn't been an easy decision deciding not to go back into corporate America. It's sometimes, a lot of times, I know it'll be easy just to go somewhere else and collect the check. And I don't want to say it was easy because my jobs have not necessarily been easy. However, I can do that kind of work. I could do healthcare accreditation essentially in my sleep. And it's not to say that I was like the pro at it or just the number one expert and that there weren't areas that I could learn from or I can grow in. Yeah, I could, but it's definitely the easier path than what I'm doing now. One of my businesses is a trucking business. I don't know nothing about a trucking business, y'all, but I saw somebody else doing it and I saw the potential in it. and the desire for me eventually to have residual income as it relates to it. So I, it's a path that I'm choosing to explore. If it don't work out, it don't work out. But I give myself the grace and the flexibility to try to figure it out. 
And because I'm trying to figure that out again, I have to say, okay, I have to. I need others to respect my time. Sometimes I have to ignore phone calls. I can't necessarily pick up or I have to put my phone on do not disturb so I could get things done. Or I have to say, okay, Dana, you can't go on social media today because you need to focus on this. Like I can be easily distracted. I'm really good about collecting the low hanging fruit. So for example, I go through this process where when I have to sit down and be productive, I can't do it. But sometimes I feel like, okay, well, gosh, if you spend an hour cleaning, you're going to be too tired to do what you really need to do. But for me, I need a clean space in order to do that. I come in the office. My office is not attached to my house. It's literally in, in a garage out side of my house and that, but that's where I record. And so because I'm not in here every day necessarily anymore, cause I don't have a nine to five, I work a lot in that, in the house. So it gets dusty in here and b- there's been a mold problem in the past. So I'm just very, and I have lupus and things I have to be mindful of in terms of you know, just making sure everything is clean. So I go through this process where, you know, I'm taking my little Clorox wipes and I'm wiping everything down. So today it was like, oh, well, I should rearrange this. Or, oh, I should get this filing done. No, sit your butt down in that seat and you need to record this episode because you have a timeline that you have to, to adhere to and you want to respect the boundary of who you got to turn that podcast episode into in order for it to then become the beautiful thing that it comes from by the time you all listen to it. So because you want to respect that boundary, sit your butt down and do what you got to do. Like I have, I put boundaries on myself because I do, time management is extremely difficult. And let me not bring that up because that's a whole thing in and of itself, but I'm giving myself permission to have these boundaries because I know their importance. And it's not always easy because I feel stressed, but, or stressed and stretched, I keep saying that, but I know that when I'm consistent, it makes it easier. You, I'm balancing between wanting to be there for others and protecting my own peace and my productivity time because I know it's necessary. There, as a manager, I was a people manager for so many years and that was something that was so challenging for me at first because I'm a giver, because I, like I said, I love to serve and people, I'm very good at establishing relationships. And be, another thing that made it more complicated is I became the supervisor and the leader to people who I was friends with. So those boundaries get blurred and they get changed and they change over time. And it was something that I had to really work at. And along the way, some people understood and some people didn't, but it's it's something that I had to kind of push through. And I would be in my office sometimes when I had a physical, you know, office in DC that people, you know, would come to and I'm typing on the computer and people were coming in because I did have an open door policy. And, you know, instead of just asking the question, sometimes people want to talk. They need to talk. They need to get things off their chest. You know, how was your weekend? How was your weekend can turn into a 20 minute conversation. At some point, as a part of your boundary keeping, you had to be able to cut the person off if now really isn't a good time for you to hear it and tactfully communicate hey, you know, I really want to hear about your challenges and your troubles, but I really have a deadline that I need to meet and I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to meet my deliverable. 
And you don't necessarily have to explain that to them. But hey, can you, is there something I can help quickly help you with? And maybe I can follow up with you at a different time. There's a way to tactfully communicate when somebody's kind of draining your battery or if somebody is, if you're trying to, if you're focused on a goal and you don't, and you need to adhere to whatever timeline that you have and you just have to figure out that, that balance. I'm thinking of, like I have a picture of the justice balance thing. It's all about balance. You have to identify what you need your boundaries to be and communicate them. Like I said, there are different types of boundaries in terms of just physical and emotional, spiritual, et cetera. There are limits that you have to put in some of your boundaries. Maybe you don't want people cussing like a sailor around you. And I know, y'all know I love God, but I do cuss a little and I say that. But some people excessively swear and cuss and you may not want that around you. You have to figure out a way to kind of remove yourself from those situations or just out now say, hey, you know, that don't really work for me. Can you please refrain from doing that in front of me? Like do what's comfortable for you, but also again, be comfortable not being comfortable. I say that a lot. You have to to push yourself in terms of knowing that if you really want to take control and power and own who you are, you got to speak up for yourself. Because if you don't speak up for yourself, who is? The other person doesn't necessarily know what you don't want because if you keep allowing it, they're going to assume that it's okay. And you got to remember that. You communicate verbally what you want your boundaries to be or whatever. Your actions have to reiterate whatever it is that you're saying. You have to back it up with your actions because if not, you can make a decision to do something, but if you don't get up and do it, then it's like a two-part thing. It's not done. Oh, I'm hungry. You can say you're hungry, but until you get your butt up and fix the sandwich or fix whatever you're going to eat, you're going to stay hungry. Making that decision to have a boundary and then enforcing it is a two-part process. You have to say what you mean and mean what you say. If not, I'm not going to believe that you're going to do it. Like that, It's like such a big thing to me. Like I could show you better than I could tell you. I'm not a big talker. I'm not a big, oh, I'm going to do this and this, that, and the third. Mm -mm. No, I may communicate it, but you're going to see it through my actions. My actions are going to speak louder than my words because I understand the importance of standing behind what I say and protecting my peace and protecting whatever. And if I don't get it done, I don't get it done. It's really not for me to have to explain to you why I didn't get it done. But as long as I know that I've done my part, then I'm good. I think that if we kind of make sure that there are consequences to not adhering to our own boundaries, then that will be important for us to just kind of keep going. So maybe you're being too relaxed with your boundaries. And it may include like when you start to feel stressed or overwhelmed, or maybe you even feel resentment towards a person and you can't really put your finger on it. You have to always be self-aware enough to know when maybe you need to adjust and change and pivot. And again, there have to be consequences. What are they? What do they look like? Are there consequences? What's the point of having a consequence if you're not going to enforce it? Like there are so many times, especially I use kids as an example. You tell them, hey, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you're not going to get X, Y, and Z. You have to stand behind that. If not, they're just going to keep crying and keep pushing you until they get what they want. I use this app called Greenlight with my 
12-year-old. And that is how she earns her allowance every week. I'm about to hire her to do some stuff, but that's a whole nother issue. So we use the Greenlight app because I love it because you can set up your kids' chores. You can set up the amount. You can force them to set goals for them to save money. You can make it so that they're when they purchase something, they round it up. Deanna knows that if she wants something, she wants some new stickers or she wants something new. She loves to decorate her room. She's always putting stuff on, on her wall or she wants a comforter or a new rug or she always wanting something for her room. But because she changes it so much, she doesn't necessarily ask. She's such a good child. She doesn't necessarily ask us for it. She just knows that she needs to earn it. But she also knows that if I get one too many emails from that math teacher who told me once again, you didn't finish something or you were late to class or you were this and that, mm, I'm going to pause your allowance for the week. Because not only do you have to do those things like, you know, empty the trash and wash the dishes, put the dishes away, etc. Your job right now is to be a student and to be the best student you can be. And unless you're communicating to me why something isn't done, I expect it to be done. And your teacher expects it to be done. But if I allow her to just kind of do what the hell she wants to do, and she still gets the benefit of getting that allowance every week, or I'm out here buying her whatever she wants, she's not learning the value of one of my word, but she doesn't have that concept of oh, I got to follow mommy's rules or I got to adhere to mommy's boundaries. That little one, Kenston, he will push the boundaries in a minute. He knows he's the baby. He knows that he can bark the loudest. He knows whatever. And he is a constant all day. Homeschooling is so challenging with him. And it is such a push to just kind of keep going and to keep him focused. And it's like, oh, okay. And it's, the teachers are excellent. Like I'm like, oh my goodness, if I could hire one of y'all to come here and sit with him, I would. So, you know, I try to model the, some of the techniques that they use instead of getting frustrated when he's not doing his work and saying, hey, you know, in order to do this, you want to earn your break? Like sometimes it's the way that you communicate and the way you do whatever, but he understands that there are consequences to not doing what you're told. There are consequences to not finishing your assignment or doing whatever it is that the teacher or mommy or daddy are asking you to do because you want to be able to get that iPad time back. And we have to be consistent in terms of enforcing whatever those consequences are going to be. And that's going to help him later on in life. Like it might seem silly. Like today it was Furby. He was, he wanted a Furby that my husband told him was in the garage, which of course we couldn't find. So I don't know if it was really in here or really wasn't. It was Kayla's and we couldn't find it. And, but for the three hours that he was in class this morning, every time he turned around, it was, okay, are we going to get the Furby? No. Remember we said that if you have a good day, then we'll look for the Furby. Not like you need another one because you just got two, but okay. And he, it's to the point where I'll get a, oh, okay, mommy, I'll, if I do da da da, I'll get, the, yes, that's what you have to do in order to earn it. If you don't, the Bible says, if you don't work, you don't eat. It's true. Like we have to, sometimes we have to make people earn our respect. We have to make people earn our time. We have to make people earn the privilege of being a part of our life. Like, I know that might sound crazy to some, but you got to have that confidence about you. Your time is valuable. You are great. Like I said, because God says you're great. The, but having those boundaries are about honoring 
what it is that you need, protecting your space, protecting what you need to do. Because if you don't, then you end up drained. And I'm not saying that um, this is always an easy thing for me because it's not. Sometimes it's easier than others. Lord knows I acknowledge that I have a lot on my plate right now. I, Although I lost my job, it's been almost a year ago now. I never really felt like I had any time off. One, because my job was demanding in and of itself. So I worked a lot of hours and it became kind of even more demanding, you know, the last year that I was there just because of our workload and the way the company did business and for, you know, new staff experiences, et cetera. But when, and I never realized that I needed time off until I was forced to take it. Before I knew it, I'm, you know, kind of basking in, oh, I don't have a job. And then COVID hit and then the homeschooling started. And then I picked up a project with my former company and I was doing that. And then there, there was like always something. And I've had to say no several times to doing things because I got to protect my peace and my boundaries and my time. I have an opportunity now that could make me a nice chunk of change, but I don't think I can do it because I'm worried about my boundaries and how can I really pour into these other things I want to do if I do that thing. And I got to keep myself sane. Again, because I'm honoring my need, not necessarily worried about what the other person needs or wants or, and not to say that you should, and I don't want to say it like that, but you also don't want to judge the other person's choices and what they need and they want. When you feel yourself slipping, then focus on the benefits and remind yourself why it is that you are looking for boundaries or why you feel like you need boundaries in the first place. Because it creates so many purposeful things. It creates healthy relationships that allow you to be who you want to be. Sometimes you have to delay gratification of your goals. And again, that's really big with the kids because you have to be able to kind of see the, what do you call it? The light at the end of the tumble tunnel or like the ultimate end game. Just like with your kids, when you learn how to delay that gratification, it's going to help your kids to focus on their goals. They learn to save time and money for things that are important to them. And we have to treat ourselves like that. For some of us, we have to delay gratification. Like I can't keep consuming cold stone and expect me to adhere to my goal of wanting to lose another 20, 25 pounds. How am I going to do that? Like, I'm not respecting my own boundary. I'm not keeping my own word. You have to realize that when you count the costs, you're valuing ultimately the results. I think that's in the Bible, actually. You have to remember that you're, again, and you're also respecting the limit of others. And because you do unto others as you want them to to do for yourself. And it's harder and harder to have boundaries, especially in this day and age with technology and just people feeling like they need to have instant access to you. And because they can, I mean, remember, think about it. Remember when I still remember when I was growing up, how there was, if you were on the phone, the phone would be busy. The other person couldn't get in because you were busy because somebody was on the phone. Like that was a boundary. I know this sounds very random, but that just popped in my head. There wasn't any caller ID. It's not what I meant to say, but there wasn't any caller ID. And there wasn't call waiting at some point in time. That other person had to wait patiently for whoever to get off the phone in order to have access to you. 
Sometimes you need to cut your call waiting off. Like think about it that way. You have to kind of put that thing up that will protect you from what it is that can't come inside your house right now, can't come into your yard. When you are walking in your own authority and who you are destined and called to be, then you don't give in to the pressure or manipulation. You just don't because it's that much important to you. Your gift is, I believe that your gift and your assignment is utterly important. And when you're not honoring your gift and your assignment, then you're dishonoring God. And I never want to be in a position where I'm dishonoring God. And I have to check myself on a regular because I know that I'm supposed to push myself to do certain things and fear of rejection, fear of whatever, it'll stand in the way and I don't necessarily do that. But one of the things that I have found extremely empowering for me to achieve my goals is the power of the boundaries and the power of being able to say no, the power of telling people what works for you and what isn't going to work for you. Sometimes you have to not show up to things that don't align what it is, the path that you're taking right now in your life. And if you just keep focused on those benefits of having boundaries and honoring yourself and honoring God and really kind of just saying, I got this, I'm owning who I am. I'm owning my own authority in order for me to do X, Y, and Z and to keep my peace and to keep my voice and to keep whatever I have to do this and I have to do this the way that I choose to do it, then it's a piece of cake. It truly is. You don't realize how much other people can suck you dry until you really sit and you think about, okay, what the heck is is keeping me from protecting my goals or meeting my goals? And what is it that I need to do to take control over my life? Like It's those little things that really kind of push us to where we need to be. Your life is feeling out of control. Put some boundaries up. Perhaps you feel like you're saying yes to everybody. Learn how to say no. You may be taking responsibilities for other people's problems that you don't need to. And that doesn't mean that you're selfish. You're not. You are truly unselfish, but you also got to protect your own stuff. You can set limits and still be a nice person. You can have legitimate boundaries with different people. You can answer someone who needs your time and attention, but do it on your own terms. It doesn't matter that initially they may be hurt or upset. You can't care about that. You can't focus on that all the time. You just can't. I'm not saying that you just be like, have a effort attitude. I'm not saying that, but it has to be a mutual respect kind of thing. Those boundaries are important in relationships. There's, you know, balancing between submission versus, it has to be mutual submission for me within a marriage and a relationship and communication and realizing that you're not being selfish. What you're doing is, or maybe you are being selfish in a way, but it's because you don't want to spiral out of control. You want to allow your boundaries to make your life better. You have to it's just so much to boundary. There's this book called Boundaries, actually, that is widely popular and it's available on Amazon and wherever books are sold, I'm sure, by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And they do an excellent job about breaking down when to say no and yes and taking control over your life and how to have different 
types of boundaries with and managing those boundaries and relationships in terms of whether it's with work, with it's your spouse, your kids, your family, your parents. Oh my gosh, parents. Mm, yeah. Having boundaries with your parents, that can be a challenge in and of itself because you know your parents raised you. You, even though you're an adult at the end of the day, you want to make sure you're respecting what it is, but sometimes you got to put boundaries up. No, mama, I can't do all the stuff that you want me to do all the time because I have my own life and I also have to do these other things. So you, you have to find that balance with protecting your own self, protecting your own peace. So with that, please, if anything in this episode today resonated with you, then please feel free to send me a direct message. I'm on social media platforms as it's ITS on your day. Tag me in your stories if you like this episode. Please share it out with others. Please make sure that you take an opportunity to write a review, especially the iTunes review. They will allow me to get viewed by more audiences and I sincerely appreciate your support and thank you. Have a wonderful week. Love, grace, and life. Thank you for joining the Find Your Voice and Own It podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review because I welcome and value your feedback. You can also tag me in your stories at It's On Your Day so I can personally connect with you and know who is in my tribe. I am looking forward to continuing to work with you to write your own story. Until next time, grace and peace.